everybody. Welcome to Get Motivated. You ready to do this? Are you ready to transform your life into something that you couldn't believe before? Tonight, Street Fight is doing a live stream uh, to talk about our new series that's coming out, Get Motivated, happening on Patreon. Uh, Brian is someone that is hard to motivate. Uh, I am someone that's addicted to motivation. Um, so, Brian agreed to listen to the audiobooks of some of the uh, most famous motivational book uh, series out there. Now, we haven't decided what the rest of it is going to be. That's why we're doing this tonight. We want people to call in. We want people to shout it out in the chat. Uh, let us know your favorite motivational bullshitters, uh, the people that you fell for, uh, and, and uh, the, the experiences that you had with them in your life. We have already uh, listened to the audiobook version of Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. It is one of the foundational texts of horrible American capitalism and business and dumb dads and uncles everywhere. And uh, we're going to be recording the first episode tomorrow night with Kate Raft from the Hot and Rich show. That will be showing up on the Patreon next Friday. So uh, let's get down to it, Brian. How you feeling? Not motivated. Not, not motivated. Not gonna be motivated. This show is not gonna work. Like the premise for it being that I will be motivated by the end of this show is not gonna work. Unless, unless this is a Shocktober 2 side show that goes into April when I will start having ideas and I will start feeling good again because there will be leaves on the trees. Okay. Uh, nothing gets me. You can't get, you'll never motivate me. You know what today was motivating to me? I that? went like this. The kids out of school. Snow. Smart. Took, they had a snow day today. Okay. Yeah. COVID didn't take those away. I was like, I'm going to take a walk. Now the kids are out of school. You shouldn't be able to walk. When the kids are out of school, you do a five mile walk. That's madness. Right. I did it. I got home and I was like, Really motivated myself to take that walk. Uh, Gary V would be very happy with me. He'd be, he would be like, you know, you got up, you curled up on the couch and said, I hate waking up. <laughs> farted a few times uh -huh. and then said, I'm going to go put my fucking warm clothes on and I'm going to take a walk. And I did it. Yeah. Uh, well, that is. You know, that is a that is a seed of truth that you have there. Uh, you kind of sometimes have to force yourself to do things you don't like. Uh, I find that if I don't want to go for a run or, you know, once again, and do anything physical, I just start putting the clothes on. I start doing it begrudgingly. I do like, I'll start doing my stretches like with a mad face on like, oh, I do not want to do this at all. But by the time I'm done, I'm enjoying myself. You know, yeah, yeah I'm glad I, I did it. I remember in the, I remember why I wanted to do it. I was in a bad mood when I woke up, but then when I got home, I was like, all right, uh, you know, I did a happy grunt and I was like in a good mood. Okay. And I was in a bad mood again a little later, but you know, I, I, I fluctuate. I have, I, I had therapy yesterday. And funny enough, I talked to him about this show because uh uh about get motivated because i said you know it's killing me to listen to rich dad poor dad i hate it and it's killing me and it's making my life hell and i said i do you know i listen to all kinds of shit that makes my life hell 
You know, I listened to, uh, Katie even pointed out, mega preachers. I listened to hours and hours of sermons by mega pastors and shock jocks. Yeah. And Jim Rome. I listened to Jim Rome for a week and a half. Right. You know what I mean? And like none of those took a psychic toll on me the way rich dad, poor dad has taken a psychic toll on me. And you know what he told me? So maybe, you know, I, well, first of all, I said, all this stuff is fucking pure bullshit. Okay. And he was like, first of all, this is not pure bullshit. Secondly, maybe you're just not ready for that moment. Oh, no. <laughs> He's a believer. <laughs> he might be. He's a believer. He might be. Philip might be a believer. You I don't caught know. him off guard. He didn't even have to think. He was like, okay, first of all, you don't know what you're talking about. You're the idiot that's asking for advice. Cool your jets. You don't know shit. <laughs> Sounds very negative, Brian. I haven't heard. He did tell me I haven't heard you this bad in a long time. And I was like, well, that's other stuff. Stuff too. It's not just the motivational speakers, but I hate them. And I told him I want him to die. I was just so mad about these. I was so mad about Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I hate it. Hate Rich Dad. Uh, I'm okay with Poor Dad. You yeah. Um, it's, it is, uh, it is a, it is a book that has, taken over so many people's imaginations as like the answer to all of their problems. There's a, the whole, there's a whole, uh, there's a whole sales platform. There's like, you get in the pipeline. He does free events. He sells a board game for $90. That's a good price for a board game. <laughs> Great though. one. I've Some gotten actually fun board games for not for $40. Right. You know, you can get two, you can get three fun games for $90. <laughs> a game that's not going to make me cry. Cause I mean, this is a spoiler for the episode about rich dad, poor dad, but there's actually a story in a book about how a woman played his board game and cried. <laughs> Yeah, there's no, there's a a promise on the box that you won't not won't get your feelings hurt. You might cry. Uh, you might notice that you're handling your finances all wrong. Yeah, I looked through it. Uh, my wife came home and said, "What is this game?" Because it doesn't. You don't know what it is. It just says cash flow and it has like a Chuck E. Cheese rat on it. And I said, "It's this. It's this like this finance manager guy. This fucking asset guy." dude that's obsessed with assets he has a board game and i showed it to her and i'm like basically you get handed a salary and you copy your salary over to like a bank log and then in the game you have to invest your money and like (laughs) i'm not playing that (laughs) and it's like that's uh and you're that's you're stuck in the rat race and then you get stuck with doing things like a a concert will show up and all of a sudden you lose 180 dollars and that's like a real that's like a a downfall in the game yeah yeah there's a there's one there's a, a section of cards called like useless doodads what are the useless doodads? What are some of the useless doodads? Go get the board game for me. Now sorry, I need to sorry. see what the useless doodads are. Because I have a feeling that when he gets back here and he shows me the useless doodads, I'm not going to see them as useless. You know? I'm a guy that likes knives now. Is that a useless dude? I guess it's not a useless doodad, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> the off to while in the... Uh, uh, 
chat said, let's play spreadsheet. <laughs> and that's basically what it sounds like is spreadsheet the game. I don't think it sounds very fun. I need to see some of these useless, so-called useless doodads, which are probably luxury items that make people feel good. You know? This also made me crack up. T Sex Toilet said, Tony Robinson motivated me to smoke more weed. Yeah. Tony Robinson. <laughs> Tony Robinson. <laughs> All right. So uh, this is the game of cash flow. Oh, it comes with a calculator. What a fucking It comes sicko. with a calculator. Uh, here's some of your, here's your jobs that you can get. Let me look through your the professions. jobs here. Let me, a doctor, a janitor. I, I, a doctor, your salary is $13,200 a week. Damn, I should have been a doctor for real. <laughs> that's a good, that's like our whole Patreon. This is uncomfortable here. Salary, $1,600 a week. Janitor uh, makes a lot more than me. Like a lot more. A no, that's a month. A month? Yeah. Oh, so $1,600 a month. I do make more than janitor, mechanic. Uh, uh, airline pilot. Airline pilot, really? Oh, wait, no, I don't make as much as airline pilot. Never mind. I wish I did, though. Truck driver. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I make more than a few of these things, you know? So, yeah. Nurse. So I make more than a nurse. <laughs> Here they are, the pink cards. Right. A cop? This is bullshit. This says police officer $3,000 a month. No. Cops make way more than me. I mean, like 90 grand a year, you know? And and if there's one thing you need to know about Robert Kiyosaki, he hates taxes. Yeah, the book is basically, the idea is uh, you have more money coming in from your assets and then, then what's going out from your debts, which is duh. You make more money than you spend. <laughs> yeah. But the book is also like he he just says rich dad the whole time. Like he never says his real his rich dad's name. He just says my rich dad taught me. So he, these are the doodad cards. They literally say doodads. Okay, what's a doodad so I could buy? In the game of here's in the game of uh, cash flow, when you get stuck in the rat race. Something that brings you down is doodad cards. You like, go ahead and just draw one. I'm gonna take a doodad card right here. What kind of doodad did I get? Buy a new tennis racket. You spend two hundred dollars. Damn, he got the nice one. That is a nice tennis. Did <laughs> <laughs> even go to the used store? I try. I bought my daughter when she played tennis. When she started playing tennis, I was like, I'm gonna buy you the best racket, and it was ninety dollars. So the, the one at the store that I went to, I said, I'm going to buy the most expensive racket. And it was 90 bucks. So see, we could teach Robert Kiyosaki about consumer purchases. Maybe. Yeah. Let me see. Let me see what my doodad is. All right. I thought I was, I thought I had all my money for my paycheck left over. I, I was ready to do it. And then all of a sudden I had to go out to dinner. Oh, that's, fuck. That's a good one. That's though. family vacation costs $2,000. I'd love to go on vacation with Robert Kiyosaki. Where's he going? Fucking Charleston, West Virginia <laughs> for his vacations. That's fucking crazy. Couldn't resist new painting by local artists. Cost you $200. Hey, that's a good deal. Don't spend that kind of money. Okay. Don't, yes. don't buy from local artists. They don't deserve to make money. <laughs> that Robert Kiyosaki <laughs> says that's a doodad. Let's watch a Robert Kiyosaki video, I think. Let's watch Robert Kiyosaki stressed about your paycheck. Okay. How's that sound? I'm into it. Are you stressed about your paycheck? That sounds like something everybody out here could get into. And uh, uh, Jason, I'm going to bring it up now. And uh, we're rolling. 
millennial money. Everybody. Hey guys, it's Alex here for oh, another. Wait. This isn't Robert Kiyosaki. Virtual millennial money. And we're just trying to provide you with some educational entertainment during your quarantine. Okay. And so really during a crazy time like this and with everything we're living through, I want to ask you, how are you currently making your money? Because most people make their money by the traditional system, right? They go to their safe and secure job and collect their paycheck. Yes, everybody's safe and secure job. Everybody's going to their safe and secure job right now. truly non-existent. And so whether you're working from home or you've currently lost your job, I want you to understand that there's another path you can take that gives you control during a time like this. What path? And it's the way the rich make their money. Today, you'll see that instead of working for money, you can make money work for you. <gasps> I That's heard that. And idea. so I hope you guys enjoyed today's Millennium Money. That's a really money. good idea. I've never All right, tried Millennials, that. welcome back. And I'm here with Robert Kiyosaki. Oh, and today we want to see exactly what should Hate schools be teaching you. Hates because his there's no financial education. So that's why Robert is here himself. <laughs> Thank you. That's one of my favorite questions. <laughs> what does school teach you about money? Nothing. We did tell you, go to school, get a job. Yeah, I did a checkbook. Yeah. No jobs. Work hard, pay taxes, get out of debt, save money, his, and invest his, in the stock his market. Jedi, he can't Stupid. talk down I to me. Do I that. don't feel. The basics are this, okay? In the world of money, there's three types of income. So this is financial education. So if I was okay. teaching a bunch of, let's say, high school sophomores at 15, okay, yeah. I said there's three kinds of income. It. It's a very okay, important word. Income. I would love to try to teach this to my daughter. And number one, uh, awful dads have tried. I, I, there's it's lots of stories income. of dads forcing this. This on is their what kids. they what happens when yeah. you go to school and you get a job and you yeah. work for money. Earned income is you working for money. Okay, it's the highest taxed income. Ah, fuck that's why that advice: shit, go to school, get they a job, and work hard. You're yeah, working for. Working. If everybody stops working, income. Yay! Yeah. Yay! You pay a lot of tax. <laughs> that makes sense. The you second type of income working. is this poor um, girl has to sit here and laugh at him. Portable. Portfolio income. Oh, I got, oh, I got, I got a portfolio full of money. Portfolio, portfolio income is also called right capital gains. That's when you buy low, sell high. Wow. So that's, that's portfolio, and I don't know the tax rate, movie. but years ago it was about twenty percent. You know, I forget now. It's changed. This guy hates tax. So most people, when they go to school, they get a too. job, they work for earned either, income. So. <laughs> And they invest for the long term in the stock market, investing for portfolio income. They have to garnish my wages. And the third type of income is the income that myself and Kim and Kenny and all my advisors invest on your parents. Assets. It's called passive. 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 That's what I want. And the reason passive income is good is because (laughs) no tax. It's wonderful stuff. How, how does that happen? So that's kind of, those are the three types of income. So if I was Way. teaching a bunch of high school kids, I said, when you leave school here today, the big question in your mind is, what kind of income do I want for the rest of my life? Well, That's assuming they're not horny. I want it past. <laughs> like ready to And the average person, because they have a job, is working for interesting income, or which is the highest tax. So you get tired I working for that. McDonald's so when you look at, again, that what should I do with the rich money? dad financial statement here, money, but income expense, assets, and liabilities. Man, this guy's got it all going on here. He's trying to confuse you, and he hasn't okay. given a single. So earned income. Advice. He said you want to get passive here. income. Sure. 
Sure. That's I'm making nine dollars an hour. Okay. I'm getting taxed the worst. When you the worst when you work for and then the problem with that income is tax. Income? You know. Horse races. Then, okay. but but if you're horses, working for portfolio horses, income, lottery. I don't you're think lottery counts. Working for this. Lottery is you buy a stock for let's say Apple for ten money, bucks, then you get to keep it, and it goes to fifty sure. bucks, and you sell it. The trouble with that again is tax. Mm -hmm. All this but tax, if you work for man. Passive income, which your mom and dad work for, is this is passive income here. You think my mom and okay, dad work cash for passive flow, income? That's so that's what the cash flow board. My mom asked me for money. So all I wanted was passive income. So what I have today is I have about 7,000 rental properties. I have hotels, golf courses, oil, oh, I'll get a, Oh, I'll get a hotel. But again, it goes That's back to do. these three types of income, earn, portfolio, Fuck. and passive. So if I was talking to I a bunch of high school of kids, Jordans instead. or even elementary yeah, school kids, it's not that hard. Yeah. Instead of a hotel. But I'm glad you asked the question because I think a lot, of, a lot of the young people can think this. Why am I in school? this knife instead of a hotel. Is that hotel? Bought a knife instead. You know, if you just want to work hard and pay taxes on earned income and flip real estate or flip houses, then you're working for portfolio. Yeah. How much you work okay. on portfolio? I don't flip. So you're you're handed one life yeah. on That's a very big difference. Mm -hmm. get to I don't like to buy low and sell high. That's flipping. And so you go to That's work called and you flip houses. capital gains. gains. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I invoke, work which is portfolio. House. I invoke for cash flow, which is passive. Mm -hmm. And I can turn cap. I can turn capital gains into passive. I mean, it's so. You don't like super drive. It gets crazier and crazier and crazier from there on. But I'm glad you asked the question. No, thank you, Robert. And and I and I think like you mentioned before, for anybody who's deciding what path to take, just ask yourself what kind of income you want to earn. Correct. And the last, it's even worse than that. Turn his sound down or turn. Are you told to get out of debt? Yeah. So let's say I buy a property. Okay. How's that? I bought it for a million. It's now worth ten million. Yeah. Okay. If I sell it, I now have taxes. Portfolio capital and so, gains. And this is a if I borrow and who, everybody's supposed to do this or just every anybody that doesn't do this is a sucker, right? Yeah, you're a dummy million, if you don't. Right? Do so let's it. say I buy oh, a property for one oh, million. Whatever. He's back, yeah. Fuck, let's look at a we have some calls too. Yeah, let's take a call Let's take a fucking call and see what see what the callers gotta say about Thank you, Motivation. chat, for helping us with the volume. Yeah, yeah. Let's see what our, our callers have to say here. Be too loud. Thanks for calling Street Fight. Get motivated tonight. Uh-oh. Hey, um, this, is, this, this is Alex from uh, Chicago. How's it going? What's up, going Alex? Good. How's it going? I'm going to... Can you hear me all right? Yeah, yeah. I can hear you. I'm going to draw a random doodad card to see what you wasted your money on. A shopping spree. You bought a new <laughs> wristwatch, even though you already have three. What were you thinking? <laughs> 150 bucks out oh. the window. But you look pretty cool this weekend. Why'd you I buy three watches? Wonder. Yeah. Well, you got to have a brown watch, black watch, yeah. silver watch, rose gold watch. I can think of a reason to have like six or seven of and them. You're never going to get a hotel with that kind of spending habits. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I tr I want a hotel. I don't want. Yeah, my hotel fund is depleted. <laughs> um, so I wanted to uh, actually ask your guys' thoughts on um, kind of the the intersection between motivation and uh, depression because I feel like you know as someone who's uh, struggled with. Depression and anxiety. I'm 35 now. I'm most of my adult life. Like 
I feel like I'm already um, predisposed to, to, you know, not trust and reject anything, you know, remotely motivational as a result. But my question is, you know, what do you think? I mean, I, I, I guess like, you know, I had this fear that that's like kind of uh, an excuse. Um, but also I know obviously, you know, I have, I do have mental illness and that does obviously, uh, affect the way, you know, my brain works. Um, yeah, so I don't know. Like, what, what do you guys think about that? Yeah. Good question. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I am, I'm with you in the same way. Everything that's ever tried to motivate me, I just sort of think, this is fucking bullshit. I hate this. Man, fuck this guy. He doesn't know anything. He's telling me to buy a hotel. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, uh, but I'm also, I do, I do think that there is like a, a little kernel in there of what you said about like, you know, what if I could like, what if I could feel good? What if there was like a possible way that I could change the way I yeah. think and actually feel good? And I'm like missing out on it because I'm bumming around. You know what I mean? Which is how I feel too. Exactly. I feel, I always feel that way. You yeah. know, I think of all the things in my life that I've enjoyed that other, that I, that, uh, that other people might think are bad. You know what I mean? And, and stuff like mm -hmm. that. And, and like the way I'm able to like check thing, uh, the way I'm able to like teach myself how to like, like bad movies and stuff like that, or teach myself how to learn how to like a type mm -hmm. of music or something like that. Like, I know I can do that. And it feels like you should be able to do that with your life. But that also in my fucking mind feels impossible <laughs> And very stupid. You know what I mean? Like, just even for me to think <laughs> yeah. about one of these guys just unlocking something in my fucking brain, I just, I can't mm -hmm. even picture it. I mean, I got a therapist that spends all of, well, not all of his time, but you spends think he does. all of this time <laughs> thinking about me as a person and he can't even lock unlock stuff in my brain mm -hmm. like I, I i i think like sometimes sure i wish depression like i i convince myself often that depression is not like uh uh like a real thing to me that i don't have it you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I know other people, because other people have a way worse than I do. And it feels like I should be able to. Sure, yeah. It, it feels like you should be able to climb out of it. But, like, uh, yeah, I have a really negative attitude about this kind of stuff, too. You know, I, I'm with you. And I think it really has something to do with, like, totally. clinical depression. It really does, like, I, I don't know. I don't, I guess my, my, thing is like i don't know how anybody gets anything out of this yeah <laughs> that's where i'm at well my question yeah. is, my, my answer is that i am a junkie uh not for rich dad poor dad this is a terrible uh terrible uh example sure, sure. um but i do listen to motivational podcasts uh corny ones i listen to tony robbins sometimes or like jay shetty or gary v and um i also have extreme bouts mm. of depression uh but there is something inside of me that when someone is like stop making excuses and do what you said you were going to do and you know stop mm -hmm. doubt quit fucking doubting yourself 
Like that's that's enough for me to give myself a reason to pull myself out of a hole because I know I'm being absolutely irrational when sure. I'm saying there's no when I'm saying nobody likes me, my show is a failure, I don't want to wake up, there's no reason to live. And when someone is like, you know, that's all bullshit. You 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 like what you do and you have an you know, you have something inside of you that you want to share with people and you need to do it and stop fucking wallowing. And so I do get I do mm-hmm. get that um no one is no one has can there has been no religion or self-help person that has given me a frame set of mind that keeps me always ready to go um i'm in i'm in like a boom and bust cycle yeah but i think at my age now i'm trying to get the, the booms yeah. and the busts <laughs> to be more in the middle you know if if i feel myself starting to go off the rails and getting too excited and trying to stay up all night and trying to work and trying to get everything done i stop i just pull i just take a melatonin and go to bed <laughs> because if I, because it's just going to set off a whole train wreck for the next week. <laughs> if I stayed up for a whole night for two, a whole night, sure, and then d- did something and nothing happened, I'm going to be depressed for two weeks about it. Well, it's interesting you bring that up because I had this experience with the therapist yesterday too, where I said, uh, "I'm li- I'm lining myself up with a break because I need a break." Right. Yeah. So I basically lined myself up a break. I, I don't, I'm not working Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or Monday. It's five days. You know what he said to me? He was like, it seems like you need that every two months. And I said, like, <laughs> that makes me feel mm. like shit. You know what I mean? But I already feel like shit if like, no, I don't get the joy. I don't get the right amount of joy out of if I stop getting joy out of what I do, then I need to take a break. I've realized that I've yeah. realized that I need five days off if I don't get joy out of what I do. And like uh, if I start saying like, oh, you have to record a podcast tonight and I go, fuck, I don't want to fucking do that. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. like it's it's the same thing with people who are very depressed <laughs> when COVID's not going on and all this stuff. But Everybody talks about this and it's become like such a, a, a part of the world now that even my daughter has kind of internalized this thing that doesn't even exist to her yet, but about going out where everybody basically now mm-hmm. defaults. I've talked about this with comedy. Okay. Let me take this back just a little bit with comedy. Uh, I think like the, the sarcasm <laughs> of the sarcasm and nastiness of stuff like South Park and Family Guy and stuff like that made comedy nasty like it was for a number of years mm. until it started to kind of, you know, lighten back up and be a little less nasty to people. Uh, it's the same thing with like people that are like, I, uh, there's a party tonight. I don't want to go. But I know I'll end up having a good time. See, and I got yeah. I, that that's one like the 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 workout example from mm-hmm. the begin from earlier is that I always make myself go to the place, and I I I will let myself leave twenty minutes in as well. I I will bail if, as quickly as I have to, um, but I always make myself go because uh, you know I eventually figured out for the longest time that not interacting and always putting that stuff off was ruining my relationships and and not. F- was not fulfilling, I, a not fulfilling way to live. Like it, it mm-hmm. felt better in the moment to not get out of bed and, and watch Netflix or whatever. But 
it was it was it serves me much better to be around my friends because you know i don't know i guess i also have friends that i can show up to their house in sweatpants and just put a blanket on and we can sit on the couch and just bum around it doesn't have to always be like dressed to the nines we're having a a themed party i mean something i also feel is that like it would be i think incredible right now if brett and my wife katie could play me audio of me before we go on tour before the pandemic Mm -hmm. if you could play me the audio of me the week leading up to tour and now when i'm like all i think about is i can't wait till we can get back out on the road i i I miss traveling i feel trapped in ohio and like nobody can play (laughs) you know they obviously didn't record it brett and katie didn't but they will tell anybody that like i was a fucking wreck before we went on tour for the whole week and the truth is I'm, I'm responsible for fucking content. I'm responsible for the most fun part of this show, of this, of the tours. I'm responsible for figuring that stuff out. Brett does all the business shit. Brett books, talks to the bookers and does all this stuff. Like if anybody should be miserable the week before tour, it should have been Brett. I should have been fucking excited, but it was the complete opposite way. And it wasn't until we were out of town for like three days that I finally was like, all right, I like this. This is fun. We're doing, yeah, we're doing something here, (laughs) you know? So I don't know if we answered your question, but I do, I do often think, I do often think about what you're asking about, about, about that kind of like, are you, am I depressed? Because I am I not giving this a chance because I'm depressed or is it actually bullshit and uh, it's a clinical issue that I can't solve and that I might as well not even try. You know what I mean? (laughs) Because that's where I'm at now. In February, I, you said right. you're in Chicago. Yeah. No, totally. You know, yeah. it's for me, it's like, I'm miserable. I don't yeah. like waking yeah. up in the morning. <laughs> I don't like doing anything. I have mm-hmm. the best fucking life that anybody would ever ask for. I don't have to get up for a job. Yeah. I don't wake up to an alarm clock and I haven't woken up to alarm clock in four years. But like every day I still get up and say, I fucking hate I hate this. I don't want to be awake. It's the first words that come out of my mouth. And I do wonder if that's because I'm like clinically depressed or if that's just because, or yes. Yeah, I think so. (laughs) Go ahead, Alex. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's the biggest thing is I think, you know, mental illness is, is such a nebulous thing, right? You know, there's so many different ways, you know, it can manifest itself. just kind of like a label that, you know, has been slapped on, you know, any number of things that happen in people's minds. Right. And so like, I I think it's undoubtedly the case that like your brain, my brain, Brett's brain, everybody's brain works differently. Um, And, you know, I I guess, you know, it's just sometimes tough to tell when it's, you know, something like you said with your actual brain that you don't have control. Where does your control uh, and, and, you know, just the physical reality of your body, you know, kind of take over. So it's a tough thing, but I, I think that, you know, you're right that there's no harm in trying and you have to try to keep that in mind. And that, you know, some of these motivational guys, 
I think they're just mentally ill in a different way, you know, yeah, in yeah. a way that helps them. Kiyosaki is a disgusting human being. We'll, we'll, we're going to get into how awful yeah. he is. Yeah, and, and, and you know, if people in the chat want to bring us some names, too, we would love to look at look at some other people. We can we can bring them up and, and watch a few minutes of them talking. But, like, it just, for me, it's like when I'm in this place, this sort of this is a very seasonal thing i actually had this conversation yesterday that maybe mm. because i spend so much time outdoors in the sun in the summer if my mm. body doesn't just process like a like the vitamin d because my, my therapist wants me to get on vitamin d and if maybe i get so much yeah. during the summer that when the winter when it's gone and and i can't get it you know, if maybe I just build yeah, it up. Yeah, you withdraw. Yeah, I build it up so high that I crash so hard because I can't get it at that point. And uh, I'm kind of, the truth yeah. is, like, I'm kind of holding on to that right now as, like, a reason why I'm sad all the time. Like, I'm just like, it's a vitamin D <laughs> thing, man. You don't have to change nothing about the way that you think. You just got to fucking hold on until the sun comes out. You know? You just just hang on until it's fucking 60 months. degrees outside and there's leaves on the trees. And then you can fucking start saying, like, because the thing, the the, the funny thing too when you, when you talk about this I was, I was like highly mo I I always think about Shocktober as a thing that like I'm a very motivated guy uh. when it comes to that like that is something I invented something that like I mm -hmm. I uh, uh, I work very hard on and something that people very much like and it just so happens to happen sure. in October at the end of summer mm. when the weather is perfect and did I come up with that yeah did I come up with that because I was just in one of my cycles where everything feels great? Because huh. this last October, I had a psychiatry appointment and she asked me how I was doing. And I was like, I don't think I need any of these pills anymore. I feel fucking so happy. <laughs> I'm like, I've never been in this good of a mood. I've never been this happy. And then also my, my therapist was like, I only need to talk to you like every month, month and a half now. And now we're back to every two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> and I just was like, I'm a fucking mess. And now I'm listening to these fucking guys. Here? Yeah. And I'm listening to these fucking guys and I hate them. I like actually hate their fucking guts. I can't believe <laughs> that somebody can turn them on and fucking really let them get to think of themselves in a positive way i can't do that i think that's also yeah. a comedian thing or like a uh, maybe it's just like where like i i don't want i don't want to think of myself as good at anything like it feels very weird you know <laughs> it feels weird to say uh -huh. it, yep. e even when your job depends on being funny it feels weird to say i'm funny right <laughs> No, I'm, I mean, I'm proud of it. I make money doing it. If a guy is a guy's a fucking plumber, he says I'm good at pipes. Like I expect him to be good at pipes. <laughs> hey, you know, that's just, I'm a crazy fucking, I, I, I always feel bad saying I'm funny. I always feel bad saying I'm successful or any of that stuff. It's just like, why would I say that? It's such a weird thing. And, and maybe that's even like a lot of these guys seem like, they tell you it's okay to say that stuff about yourself. And to me, no, they don't. Right. 
Some of them do. No, no. They tell you it's okay to say I'm funny. Oh, yeah. If you're funny. It's okay to say I'm charismatic if you're charismatic. It's okay to say I'm successful if you're if you feel successful. Like they they say yeah. they tell you it's okay to say that. And I think for people like me that have like such resentment towards them, I think it's because I don't I can't convince well, myself that it, it's okay. Do you want to be like that forever though? Is no. it like from the outside describing yourself or it like I don't understand why you would why you put up with it or, or would want to shut down a di- different way of being because like when I when I look at my own ways that I fuck up I have to accept that I don't know what I'm doing and I don't know what's best for me I have to to take outside information because my brain is lying to me about what's going on in my life my brain is telling me to kill itself you know and that's that's it's wrong it's not, every thought isn't to be trusted just because you you have an opinion or there's a judgment it's not original and it's not valid yeah 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 i mean i think mm. I, I think yeah i need to i i it's something i think like listen when i listen to that preacher the hype beast preacher carl lentz yeah i told you and tom that i felt like i was christian maybe yeah you know what i mean (laughs) uh uh i think it's possible that i'm gonna listen to one of these guys and i'm gonna listen to a ton of them just fucking tons of it just letting it roll and i think i'm gonna tell you i'm a positive guy now okay i've got some kind of a mindset because i (laughs) hey you know what there's something about repetition and like just listening to a charismatic person talk which is true like for anything that's how mm. cults and shit happen there's something about listening to a charismatic person talk that gets yeah, me i like where this is going for and you, temporarily you know what <laughs> and just like your form of exercise is walking seven hours a day because it's funny wouldn't it be funny if you did a podcast thing and then change your whole life around that would be a funny bit I mean, it's. I don't think it's impossible for me. Like, I used to hate being alive, and then I I listened to get motivated. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I hope we answered your yes, question, I Alex. Think you we're got gonna, a lot. We're gonna see if we can look for a. Uh, uh, hey. We're gonna see if maybe the chat is recommending a video or. Uh, uh, Let's take a look at the chat. See if anybody's got anything. Uh, uh. In one of my faves, uh, a good one. Which I mean, he's not good. He's also hyper capitalist. Is uh, Tony Robbins? Have you ever seen Tony Robbins? Uh, no, I haven't. I, I I I have heard of Tony Robbins. Again, the name motivational speaker turns me off immediately. Yeah, folks, this is the Get Motivated stream. So this month uh, on the Patreon, we're doing a bonus show once a week where we're going to listen to a motivational audiobook. Some will be financial. Uh, you know, we start with Rich Dad Poor Dad because everybody tells you to go there. Uh, I think we're going to go with Th- Think and Grow Rich uh, is one that's also out there. Uh, Awaken the Giant Within by Tony Robbins. Uh, Deepak Chopra has been mentioned. Uh, there's a lot of Car- Dale Carnegie has one, I think. Ew. Let's look at this video here. Les Brown. Uh, I got to pause it. I don't want to flub. I flubbed. That was a flub. But on Get Motivated, there are no flubs. No. Because we're motivated. We're feeling good about ourselves. Hey, you got to get in there and, and you know, rubbing is racing. You got to get it, get, make some mistakes to get it done. Yeah. Uh, let's go ahead and, uh, let's go ahead and watch this Tony Robbins thing that I saw. New World, New You Challenge 2021. Hey, it's Tony Robbins. How are you? Listen, in the middle of this 
winter that we're experiencing, it's a pretty important time for us to take back control of our life. Okay. You know, there's two worlds that we can master. The external world, which we can't control, but we can influence. And the internal world, which we can This motherfucker looks like a professional is, wrestler. Mindset. Oh, his head is like a basketball. <laughs> the tools to make 2021 the best year of your life. He's huge. He, you know, most people's idea of the- Somebody in the chat said, no flubs, only lessons. That's right. That makes me laugh. That's the funniest thing about this stream. Lesson. We'll just say lesson instead of flubs. I'd like to lose weight, 20 pounds. I'd like to do this, but by the first week in February, 85% of the people have already broken their news resolution. How do you know that number? If you want to make this year different, then I'd like to serve you, and I'm not asking for anything in return. I did this this last July. I got to do something to help people stuck in their homes. And so we did what I call a comeback challenge. Okay. Where for literally a week, every day, I came on board, and we had people all over the world. We had 400,000 people join us for a free course. That's a lot of people. 90 minutes a day for each day in a row, and I brought my best tools and skills to help you turn around your business or your relationships or your body, or you're just- His head does look like a Lego dog bothering health. And so I'm gonna do a new one, because I think of it this way. It's How do you get a comeback? A I didn't a make a new, new I didn't make a resolution and that this year. Is the best you had to come back on Twitter, right? No, that I've got two Murder X Brian's? No, I'm saying I didn't so do a resolution like this year, so I don't have anything to come back from. One Resolutions are a bad idea. A He's right about that. Business or your career, and you got to figure out what to do, or you're in a tough place in a relationship, or you want to create one, or you're just frustrated, or overwhelmed, stressed, or maybe saddened by all the things. He you've talks gone like a wrestler too. He's got that sound in his voice, that steroid sound. Yeah, the bass. Then that comeback story. He's, is he's bullying story you into like wake the. That's what I like. I like someone to be like, hey, everyone get it together. Right. But the real secret. Where did he start? We gotta do Tony Robbins because get to a place where you're better than you were. So if that appeals to you, if you like to take charge of the we gotta, I, like I gotta find out where he started. Owner, you can share like, this with your where, staff. I want to know where these guys come from. Professional training and there's zero. I don't know. We, have, yeah. we, we should do the. We have to do the deep dive on January. We gotta put him on the list. Two p.m. No, it's commercial. You got, we could also, you know, what we could do for him. We could. Um, there's a documentary on Netflix about him. Okay. Our Facebook group. And also, we'll be doing it directly on YouTube yeah, for those that have enrolled. So, just yeah, come on, man. Well, there's this really epic documentary because he charges people. This program. So, January his thing is he gets you in for free. Ninety minutes a day. And like the first caller acknowledged, and I acknowledge as well, self-help is something that you just get addicted to. And if you have enough money, if you're making millions of dollars, if you're making tens of thousands of dollars, and blessings, and you feel like it's a mess, you feel like your life is a wreck, and days are blurring together. Or you just are depressed and don't want to leave. Like he gets in there and tells you, tries to motivate you, and then eventually gets you to pay twenty, thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars to go to these retreats that he has on islands. Wait, so this costs these? That's I, that's what I've been wondering is how these guys drive like Mercedes and shit. He has, you know, what I mean, in like, that video, I think it's five thousand dollars you have to give to get uh, an invitation to his seminar on this island retreat that they're doing. Where they like walk on fire. You get to walk on fire too, I think. Eventually. Oh, I would do that. Can you get me in that? I'll well, do that. We know circus performers that could get us a fire walking setup. We do. I do know a circus performer. I do know a, a whole circus thing. But I know a couple. I think. Here's what I think. I, if I get rich, if I get my $200,000. Okay. I will go to one of these retreats just because I feel like it's like being in, in a foreign country and learning a foreign language immersion. Yeah. You gotta have immersion in order to like really get this stuff. And, but 
I'm also just curious on like how much it costs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what what are the upsells? Oh yeah. When you're there. Advanced training, one-on-one training. You like if you get to talk to Lego Head himself, you're you're paying tens of thousands of dollars to get a session with Tony. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fucking weird. I I just and and all and what do you think he says to you? He just bullies you into doing what you want to do. A lot of it is like selfishness. A lot of it is um I, I don't know. He it's just for people that are anxious or wishy-washy, he just slides like make a decision. So there's a point there's a point in that documentary um where this this woman says, "I have this boyfriend." And he says, "Do you love him?" And she goes, uh, uh, and he, he says, break up with him. And she goes, what? And he goes, break up with him. You said you didn't say you loved him. What are you doing? What are you wasting your time? And he makes her call him in the middle of this seminar and break up with him in front of everybody. That is brutal. You got to see it. He's psychotic, man. He's you on another break, level. You can't see. That's the thing about these guys that I think I hate more than anything is they're really. It seems to me that some of these guys are just willing to tell you, make your decision. Yeah. Like, they're just like... Shit or get off the pot. Yeah. But it's like, people have complicated feelings in relationships. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, there's probably times... Where, like, you could be like, how do you feel about Katie? And I'd be like, she's fucking annoying. Sure. You know what I mean? She's annoying and piss out of me. But that doesn't mean that I don't love her or like her. But that's the first thought that pops into your mind at a certain time in your day. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Where it's like, ah, you know, I just, or even my kid, you know? Hey, what do you think about Gwen? I think she's fucking crazy because she wants a Range Rover. <laughs> right. <laughs> and she's embarrassed to drive a 2015 Kia Soul, you yeah. know, which is crazy. But, but, you know, I mean, but a lot of this is preying mostly on the emotions. And it is a high dollar client that's that uh, that they're bargaining for. I mean, he does a lot. He does. The thing about it is he does the same thing as Robert Kiyosaki, where he starts getting into stocks and dividends and assets. He's like, why aren't you living your best life? Why don't you have a rental property that's paying for your rent? You know, he's that kind. He gets into that stuff as well. Let's look at Tony Robbins on another Huckster's uh, show, Dr. Oz. Ooh. Hey, was that somebody sent money? That's a double. uh, That's a big double. um, This is a double Huckster. We're back. It's time for another class day. This is one of the most sought after seminars in the world, and you get an experience. God, he's big, dude. It's hack to say he looks like Frankenstein, but I gotta say it. You know? But it's hard. You gotta have time to go. You gotta be able to go a distance, because then I was in local time, right? And you gotta get tickets, which is hard to do. And it's 50 hours. It's 50 hours. Wow. For making lasting change. And I'm gonna ask you if you can combine 50 hours worth of wisdom. Into five or so minutes. So <laughs> take it away. All right. <laughs> so, All right, here we go. But, but just tell me for real fast, what if there's one concern you have, what is it for you? Anxiety. Anxiety. With you. To trigger that. I just, I feel like I'm at the point in my life where mm-hmm. I need to figure out what I'm doing with my life, like right now. Okay. And so you, that 
That's, that's not my anxiety. Yeah, that's not how my anxiety works. <laughs> Mine is, I think I'm going to die every minute of every day. I've had losses, you know, from my family. My wife hates me, and uh, my friends hate me, and everybody that listens to Street Fight only listens to Street Fight because they feel sorry for me. Oh, that's a good one. There's my anxiety. That's pretty. That's a good pity party. <laughs> <laughs> that one is the most can i just say here yeah, I'll, I'll, we want to hear i want to hear some tony advice let yes, me pause so this pause it can i just say that that is the most magical thinking that i think i have of all of my anxieties that thousands of people would listen to me because they feel sorry for me <laughs> might fucking be the most unrealistic yeah you can't trust thing, that thought but that is always in my mind. That's always in the back of my mind that, that feeling that people listen to me because they feel sorry for me. <laughs> Cause I'm pathetic. It's such a dumb shit thing. It's crazy. It's the craziest thing. Like it's failure almost too. Like in a sense where how do I succeed and get people on board and invest and you know, what is, hold on, pause. Yeah. So for me, this is a TV show and someone's just like, I'm anxious. I'm just like, what do I do right now? <laughs> That's, that is so vague. That is not, what, how you, how do you help somebody with that? Well, then this woman wants people to invest in her business. It's like, how do, how do I get all of my life together real quick? What would you say? Yeah. <laughs> And then give trust his answer. Yeah, too. yeah. Like that's he, the fucking thing. Like he, about know, it. he like he knows he can approximate what you're saying. That's the thing about it. I mean, it's great you could just say this stuff. You know what I mean? Like yes. if Tony Robbins was just like break up with him, uh, fucking get a new job, uh, you know, just tossing yeah. things off. Like literally, a person could call me right now. If I was Tony Robbins, a person could call into this show, ask me for advice, and I would answer them. But that, that I would answer them with certainty. Yeah. That's the motivational thing. But I would never do that because I don't know how to steer your life for you. Yeah. <laughs> Tony does, though. We say don't believe anything we say, which is the big mistake. Yeah. Because he has... He, and it is... I mean, a lot of it is very simple and basic, but it doesn't ever get add down to any sort of details. And Kiyosaki does, this, does the same thing where he's just like, why don't you get something that pays you money every single month? And it's like, motherfucker, <laughs> if I could do that... I would do that before. I would do that before buying an ounce of weed. If you told I me would do that before starting a podcast, yeah, you would never fucking hear from me if I had some way to make money right. that uh, <laughs> I didn't have to do anything. For Instead it. of going to work, I bought a hotel, and now I just sit at home while the hotel pays my rent. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I go stay in the hotel. Yeah, for funsies. Yeah, it's great. Okay. I get overwhelmed, and right now I'm overwhelmed because I just found out my mom has stage 3 ovarian cancer, <laughs> and yesterday I was in Toronto with her and literally drove home so I could be here with you, wow. um, so I could get Stay your with your mom. on it, because I'm trying to stay super positive, but I also have to manage my life, yes. and I live here, so sorting well, that out. Let me, in a couple of minutes, let me just introduce all of you to just a simple understanding. Of One thing for all Is it all women? Targets. Things that is Why wasn't there a guy? It sounds like it's now a If you're going to grow your business, if you're going to support your daytime TV, get rid of the anxiety, if you're going to be Still able to achieve and not have all that fear inside of you, you obviously need to get a new result. You're going to have to get new action. We all know that. You don't get oh. new results with old actions doing the same thing. That's true. See, what he's on to something there. What can do, this is a human being, believe it or not. I majored in art. 
what human beings can do is amazing. What they will do is usually disappointing. It's not because we're not capable of it. <laughs> it's right on the money. We don't have new actions because we get in certain emotional states. He's right. He's right about that. Like anxiety, like fear of failure, right? Like the fear of the loss of your mother. I feel like if I so if couldn't have fear, anxiety, I would not have. Sure. Not, I've also un come to understand. I was very into this and stuff. If and then being around people with mental illness, it's like, that's actually just how they're going to be all the time. Yeah. That's something they can't think their so way around. The important key to Although I think you, I think you can stop saying I hate being alive. Away, change behavior. I think you can jump in before that happens. The emotional state you're in. Now, how do you do that when you don't feel like it, right? Or it feels overwhelming. There are two ways, and I've done this with the greatest athletes in the world. I've done this with four oh. different presidents of the United States. I've done it with billionaire clients. All you have to do to change your state is not try to think your way there. Like, I'm happy, I'm happy, I'm happy, and do a bunch of affirmations. Your brain's right. going to go BS, you are not happy, right? <laughs> what you need to do is make a radical change in the way you use what we call your physiology. Communism. It's a big word. It just means the way that you use your work. physical body. The way I'm speaking right you now, you got to do communism. Five minutes also, <laughs> is sped up just a little bit. But if I said to you, there's a depressed person behind curtain number one over there, and I'll donate $100,000 to your best charity. Oh, what are we doing charity, here, dude? What are you going to tell me to do? Physically. Tell me what's their posture like if they're depressed. You tell me. Slumped over. Oh, Slumped God. Over is head. he going to tell me to stand up straight? Down. Down. Are they breathing full or shallow? Shallow. And are they talking really fast or more slow? Slow. Loud or quiet? Probably quiet. Now, you're all saying the same thing. How's that possible? Because you've all practiced this crap before. Haven't you? <laughs> no. But here's what you can find. If you take that same person and you change the tempo at which they move, you bring their shoulders back and change their breathing pattern. <laughs> if they make a fast gesture, if they speak. Bring a depressed ass motherfucker out here and show us. A yeah, like I would a prize cattle. Like yeah. you caught one. You will take radically different actions. In fact, I've taught this for 40 something years, 40 years. And about three years ago, Harvard finally did a study where they proved what they did worked. <laughs> what? These power positions. And what they showed was... Okay. Stand, okay. Yeah. Stand stand now we're going to learn. Everybody at home can try it as well. So here's something really silly. Put both your hands on your hips like Wonder Woman or Superman or that stuff, right? If you stand like this and you breathe deep for just two minutes, not, what the science found was... I'm not going to do that for two minutes. Absolutely increase your testosterone by 20%. Wait a man minute. Man or woman. You'll drop your cortisol, which, that, you know, is the stress hormone. It'll increase your tea. And you're 33% more likely really? to take You're about to have some tea. Because fear would have stopped you. Now, I don't have people just stand like this. I have people move, use their voice. Make I need less testosterone, bro. You can have tea. Just to <laughs> yeah. feel. I know we're, we're short on time, but you can try it later, and you'll feel it after two minutes. Yeah. Well, you know, somebody who's... I looked up vitamin D like yesterday. Up, that'll produce the same And it tried to... The first result was testosterone. And that's cool. I'm going that instead. If you maybe I will, maybe I'll take some tea. The worst scenario, your mom dying. All right, my business goes under. All right, you want to take a call? Yeah, stand tall. That that didn't really deliver. It doesn't deliver for me. I'm not going to stand. I mean, stand up and breathe is that does help. You're right. Like Superman, breathing helps. I think it does absolutely. But I find it to be better when you lay down. You don't cross any of your body parts or limbs. And you stare at the ceiling and breathe. But you don't know. You're not aspirate. No one is aspiring to achieve your state of existence. You know my state I don't want your existence. advice on how to breathe. I don't think you know it. I don't think you're an expert. You're no Tony Robbins. I don't. You're right. But I do. I am a guy that like. I, that That's what I was told by a therapist. Like I had this hippie therapist years ago. And he told me, never cross, like, don't cross your legs, don't cross your arms, lay flat. 
Uh, uh, that sounds like he also wanted me to lay. He he said not to wear clothes, and like it was just lay down naked and breathe. And I was like, that gives me anxiety just thinking about it. Being naked, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. that's scary. Well, yeah, I mean, it is kind of the natural exi- way of being. No, not this for me. How, it's how not, we were made. I, yeah, but I, you know, my parents put clothes on me right when I was born. You were just, they had a shirt hanging. They had a shirt holding up when I popped out. It went right on me. Sure. Uh, all right, let's get into a call. They've been waiting for long enough. Thanks for calling Street Fight. Let's get motivated tonight. Hey, what's up? This is uh, Kudzu Gardens. Nico, what's going on, y'all? What's up, Nico? How's it going tonight? Hey, chillin'. Uh, I'll have to be kind of vague with some of these details, but uh, I work with Housing Justice, and we're and we're you know we're um, trying to organize a, a kind of big apartment complex, and, um, and we're not real public with it yet. But one of our um, one of our members is just a terrific researcher, and she found um, this uh, landlord their their company's YouTube channel, which is just filled with all kinds of this get motivated stuff. Uh, in fact, uh, one of our other members made a, uh, made a super cut of some of the more choice language they used about getting tenants out. And anyway, one of the guys references uh, rich dad, poor dad quite a bit. Um, big landlord guy. So anyway, landlord YouTube is, is pretty, uh, it's a thing. It's pretty crazy. How do you want to get motivated folks on there? I mean, it's funny because Rich Dad Poor Dad does talk about how sometimes people aren't going to pay, and that's just part of the job. But, I mean, Rich Dad Poor Dad, Robert Kiyosaki is also, he thinks being a landlord is his passion. It's his, it's it's the best thing he's he can do. It's uh what he was born to do was own passive rental properties. And... Um, <laughs> So I can see why landlords would get super into them, you know, and like, uh, uh, oh yeah, it just yeah. sucks that they they like. I mean, and you know, I don't see rich dad poor dad as like a super positive thing, but no. that that they don't see it that they're like, uh, yeah, man, you you know, like evicting somebody and handing them the book as they uh, leave the house as they gather their things <laughs> sounds like really weird. It just is really weird for landlords to be into this positive mental attitude stuff, you know. Yeah, I mean these guys. These guys bought a really crappy apartment complex on the cheap, and they're they're planning to to renovate it, um, kick out a bunch of the tenants, and replace them with you know a whole different class of folks. I mean, they've even said this in their YouTube videos. Is there um, is there a so chance that's? I mean, like, uh, are they in an area that like that'll happen in? The way that they phrase it in one of their videos is, is that this is right in between um, a really nice area and a really bad area. And it's, it's just an enormous apartment complex that they plan to do some real superficial um, tweaks to, and then eventually they're going to turn around and sell it once they raise the uh, rental value so that they're getting more money from the tenants. They want to raise the rent by about 200 bucks. Um, so, and, and they are still... 
serving eviction papers right now during COVID, despite the moratorium, um, they're they're still able to evict people. What's the YouTube but account? Just to kind of, he's got. Oh man! Oh um, the, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be quiet on that right now while oh. we're trying to before we're public on that. But I am definitely gonna send you the link as soon as we're public, because I would love for you guys to have some fun with it. It's pretty wild. They're just it's so gross with it. They talk about you know people's lives and people's living situations. So yeah, I, we we actually a long time ago watched a few i watched i don't even think i brought it to the show but there were some videos about uh uh these landlord videos and they had all of the vibes of uh these motivational speakers too but they were just saying the most vile shit you know yeah there was a they were in cleveland or something right? yes yes they were in cleveland there's a cleveland like influencer real estate agent um that is an absolute piece of shit we're gonna have to find look him up and it's so funny because they don't actually do any real work. These guys are, these, like, when they say passive income, it's, they are lazy as fuck. And they want to collect that money. They want to collect those rent checks with the least amount of work as possible. So, Yeah, I mean, the, the whole, the whole uh, rich dad, poor dad system is basically like, the, he, he, he plainly says in the book, uh, the world is becoming one between the haves and the half nots. America's on the decline. It's the rich versus the poor. What are you going to be, rich or poor? <laughs> like he's he's, wow. he's he's really Holy into like dominating shit. people with rental properties. Cool. That's just like class fascism right there. Absolutely. Like, <laughs> hey, well, hey, thanks so much for taking my call. I'm excited about this, guys. Uh, I'm really pumped. This, yeah. this winter's been brutal. I think a lot of people are feeling like a lack of motivation sure because we yeah. all need it hey, i'm gonna i'm gonna pull a, a doodad card for you from the deck here's what you did awesome. instead of instead of spending your money on an asset asset or passive income sure it says rumor of layoff go back to school for added skills pay 220 for tuition and books 220 dollars. yeah what in what world i gotta go to that school I wish I would have went to them I'm for college. I'm going to collect the unemployment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would just start getting unemployment. Yeah, rumors of layoffs. <laughs> There's a rumor of a job. layoff. Shit, I got to go to school, god damn it. <laughs> $250 school, Bye. man. Thanks for calling, buddy. Well, I'm going to go register for classes, guys. See y'all. <laughs> for Peace. 250 bucks. <laughs> All right, for people just tuning in, this is the Get Motivated stream. We are doing a audio series for the month of february going into march as well we're going to listen to motivational speakers and if you're in the chat right now and you want to share any bullshit con artist motivational salespeople, uh we'll take a look at them uh tony robbins didn't work for you not your guy no no well i mean i do think there is something to acting positive might make you more positive i think there might be something to that like it, it's it's it, it, well, imposter syndrome's the wrong word it's something like it's not imposter syndrome it's like fake it till you make it you well, know if there even, could be something to but that but even listen at the beginning of the show you you laid out all the reasons that your life is great like, instead of finding reasons to prove that it's bad, what if you were just like, fuck yeah, man, I got it good, and just smiled? 
Like, what if you were McConaughey about it? That, I mean, I I can't picture that though. That's the thing. I can't like get into Just the cruising. mind state. You of did that. it, like you've, but you have it though. Like everything should be chillaxing. I it should be. It should be. I should. Be, I should. I fully realize that I should be the most laid back dude in the world and not care about shit. But for some reason. It's the anxiety really that's the problem because it's a self it it it, it fills itself up. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. with the anxiety, you get anxiety about something and then you get anxiety about getting anxiety and then it just circles until you can somehow beat it. Yeah. Which I just, you know, for whole yeah. periods of times I beat it. But then it comes back, and I have to deal with it over time. I'm in it right now. I have to know? admit that I feel like all of my stuff can be beaten. I do feel like I have the tools to beat my stuff. Even though it does get to me, I usually know how to get myself out of the mess. And uh, that's I, unique to me. I don't think that's every. That's just my experience. So that is why I do have a disconnect sometimes uh, with you know the way that you feel about things. Right. I wish I could beat. I wish I could beat the uh, anxiety i really do and uh, i have gone through a you know sometimes a year where i didn't have it but then i've you know gone through this has been probably for the past four months or something like that it's been constant you know yeah, yeah. and i'm fighting that currently and it's tough I don't know how to win. Yeah. And and I just keep saying like you're you're fine, everything's okay. And it's like it it's like a uh you know, maybe when I can go out and do stuff again. Maybe then. Maybe when I can take a 50,000 step walk. Uh, maybe then I'll feel better. But yeah. as of right now, it's been, you know, since it's been cold out, it's been tough. It's that's when the anxiety really showed up, you know? Yeah. It was right there in, at the end of November. Yeah. Um, the chat is, is, is zeroing in on somebody, which I think is a good one to, to pivot to, uh, because on the Robert Kiyosaki audiobook that I watched, there was somebody that made a post that said, hey, I'm watching this in 2018. I'm going to check back every single year, once a year, to let you know how close I am to making a million dollars. And they didn't check back the second time. Yeah, I wouldn't either, man. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't check back the second time. And and the so uh What's his? Oh, oh, sorry that we lost the chat. It went too high. Who was that? The, Dave Ramsey. I yeah, have. Andy Schenkel said we should uh, talk about Dave Ramsey. Dave Ramsey is somebody that has been a part of my life. Uh, people I'm related to are also c convinced that Dave Ramsey, in a matter of three to four years, can make you a millionaire. Okay. Well, let's. He, he offers some sort of fantastical way of thinking that promises like a magical bullet to make all of your debt go away, and all of a sudden you're making money without doing anything. All right, I got Lies. a I got a video here called Five Things That Will Make You Wealthy." Uh, Dave Ramsey rant. I want to be wealthy. I mean, first of all, wealth is like a generational thing, and it's like. Uh, uh, I don't think you can just be wealthy. No. You know? You can't fight your way into comfortability. I mean, you could be rich. Now, the stuff we teach here and have for almost 30 years 
is proven. Oh. It's no longer an opinion. All oh, right. Is it? Well, there it's you go. It's fact. Robin said the same I thing. I agree with Dave Ramsey's advice. I've done this for 40 years. They proved it in college. And I know you're right. That's a baller way to say basement. You're looking for clickbait using my name. I understand that, but you're wrong. <laughs> he, he got us. It's always humorous to me to see people who are broke on Twitter ragging on the advice that I give. Okay. We're doing oh, it on Twitch. Yeah, we're on Twitch doing it, and I'll probably do it on Twitter later. Deeply in student loan debt, writing an article about me. That's humorous. I like, think you seem affected stupid. by it, though, Dave. Are we talking Here's bones the in the thing. body or something? Here's the advice that we give you. It's affected. If you do these He's affected things, by that stuff. He's hurt. From the Bible and from your grandmother. The Bible? What? Common sense. You will win with money 100% of the time. Okay. Okay. Now, I don't know exactly how long. I want to do Dave Ramsey mean? on this show. I don't know what we have Tom come on and talk Dave mean. Ramsey. That's a good idea. I cannot predict <laughs> he had his own guy. Oh, that's right. And I cannot I predict him. the tragedy that you will have to overcome. I was messaging him today. He's checking to on tragedy me. tragedy ratio. To the extent you do these five things, you will win with money. You will become wealthy in North America. If what? you will do these five things over and over again. Okay. I'm wealthy on I'm the ready. dark web, Remember dog. I don't need to be wealthy in America. Plan, a budget. Jesus said, don't build a tower without first counting the cost, lest you get halfway up and you're unable to finish, and all who see you begin to mock you and say, this man began to build. No one Put it on began to build and was unable to finish. What? No one accidentally wins. No, I did. Anything. Yeah, that's actually of, how we got where we are. Was an accident. Like Dave Ramsey's advice. It's called I failing don't upward. Give a crap. You're wrong. Oh, you should use the F you word. Have to do. What's with the mic? Why you look like a coach? Plan with money, or you're gonna lose. He looks Second like he's is, trying to sell me insurance. Your most powerful wealth building tool is your income, and when you spend your whole freaking nope. life giving your money to banks who fill up the skyline and have furniture nicer than yours, that makes you what? stupid. The bank's furniture is not nicer than like mine. That. I'm not. Yeah. I've never been looking at the we bank furniture like, wow, can I get that at home? Money. <laughs> Do I care if you get out of debt? Yes, I want you to win. Okay. I want you to have a thanks, great Dave. life. I believe. And hey, do I care thanks, if coach. you agree with me? No. <laughs> I don't care if you agree with me. You do. If you don't agree <laughs> he with me, seems to care. Stuff, you're what's known as wrong. I've been doing this longer than most of my critics. They were peeing in their diaper while I was doing this stuff. That isn't anything, They're wrong. though. wrong. Live on less than you make. Number nope. three. Nope. I, I will not do that. And that's not a good idea. Or stores, stores of choice, food and oil. But a foolish man delivers all, <laughs> devours all that he has. If you that's spend crazy. everything you make, you're a fool. That's crazy. Well, Dave, you don't know about my situation in America. Tomorrow is a promise, man. So why are they stagnant at your house? You know because they're stagnant. they're stagnant on people who are stagnant. You're only stagnant, got stagnant wages if you decide to stay there and keep getting those wages. This is not Russia. You can quit. I don't like how much Walmart pays. I don't like how much McDonald's pays. So don't work there, stupid. Oh, this <laughs> is to tough. For somebody else. What? Rico Two K Thirteen says my brother's wife forced him to read a Dave Ramsey book before she would marry him. 
That is she, he had to up. cram pages the day before the I do's. Yeah, that that's been a lot of this too. Rich dad, poor dad. Uh, people have said like their 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 dad forced them to play the board game like every single week until they understood financial competence or whatever. Uh, and Dave Ramsey is another one that people are like, you know, it's it's pretty simple to just make a lot of money. I mean, it's fucked in up North to America. Get somebody to listen to this guy. This guy's brutal. This guy's man. bad. Yeah. This might be my favorite one we've listened to. He's good. I love him. Go be somebody. There's no reason that you I have to be wanna be somebody. Some liberal journalist said you were Sorry, stuck. You're not stuck. <laughs> you're what do you say? Uh, you're stagnant somebody there's no reason that you have to be stuck somewhere because some liberal journalist said you were stuck <laughs> you're not i'm stuck. sorry that's us <laughs> we didn't mean to say you're that stagnant you're stuck in your job don't and be that. stagnant no the world's stagnant yeah that's, that's a pretty stagnant, stagnant world we're in water does it grows scum on top you don't want nobody to can win you get like scummy. not everyone can win you this is the problem be somebody you need he's to right though we're scummy something and drag it and on. stagnant <laughs> he said if you're stagnant you get scummy good enough the way it is and so i am going to control the controllables i am going to change some things because guess what nobody in washington is going to fix your life santa claus doesn't live there baby Santa Claus fixes the Democrats lives? and the Republicans. Neither no, one could freaking he just add. You like a whistle. Have you ever had any of them send you money? Yeah, uh, no. George Bush. They are not going to send me three hundred dollars. I got six. You Donald Trump sent us life. money. Yeah, too. So plan. yes, they've sent us money. Actually, live on less than you make, and then you're going to save some money. You know how rich people get rich? They save money. That's not wow. true at all. That's not true. I don't know if I agree with Dave Ramsey's investment assumptions. I don't give a crap if you <laughs> agree with my investment assumptions. You know this guy's got moxie. My assumption is you're going to be broke until you save money. That's my assumption. You need to get up off your assumption and go do something. Oh, he meant to say ass. He was saying ass. Yeah, money. assumption. 100% of the people that don't save money don't God, have he's any. He's got body language wow. like you How's wouldn't believe. Insight? I mean, this you're is people that really want to get yelled at by their dad. To figure this this out. is somebody. I told you, goddamn it. Check the fucking oil. Check the fucking oil. That's what I told you a million times. It's not your expense. His hands in his fucking armpit looking mad as hell. It's not your nerdy twisted up toxic butt opinion about some investment your problem with your investments is you don't have any hey that's the problem with your investments. i got some bitcoin 100 i tried to get dogecoin but my bank won't hooked up to robin hood <laughs> some people do it poorly in a stupid money market account and make no money on their money stupid. others do it wisely in mutual funds that outperform the s p or real yeah. estate that they yeah. get cash for that's sure. something i was thinking about doing S&P. i'm always like i'm always shooting the breeze with my boys like i'm glad i'm in mutual funds and i'll have a freaking yeah. opinion and make i'm tired i don't go to work anymore i just take all my money and put it in that's mutual stupid. funds and i don't have to, don't to go to work stagnant. anymore it's the best invest money save money you know how you're gonna do that you're gonna be on a plan you're gonna get up out of debt you're gonna live on less than you make and voila there well, is money that's what you budget. think it's i'm not gonna do any budget, of that stuff and now you got the money to be rich you got to act like rich people and that's not go spend a bunch of money moron because rich people don't go spend a bunch of money see them oh, what's the yeah, yeah. What do we, like rich people no, we want to spend like it we don't that's want to just. Rich we don't want to die with a million dollars we want to spend a million dollars before we die millionaire that's a seven. I mean, he just said you don't crazy, buy a Ferrari if you're a millionaire. <laughs> Why are you a millionaire then? People off. Why would well, I? There's no liberal nonsense. Oh, 
Rich people don't rip people off. They didn't get what? rich by Wait. ripping people off. Okay, that's no, that's stupid. not true. Don't be stupid. It makes you look bad. You're don't stupid. Do <laughs> you don't know how it goes. You're getting You're ripped off. Every, the rich people are ripping plan. us off. Then you can do the last one. It's the most fun you'll ever have with money. You can be outrageously generous. Randomly generous. And you could have a Ferrari. Randomly but that's generous. fucked up that you but tell me if I get rich, I can't have a Ferrari. Oh, this guy is psychotic. This is, yeah, I want to find some more of this. Nothing. He is, uh, you know, that God stuff, though, really just builds up the shame factor. <laughs> Wait a minute. He just went in on you there. What do you say? That. Because they sit around and discuss their investment philosophies while they invest nothing. It's like people smoking weed discussing the meaning of life. They ain't getting nothing done. <laughs> <laughs> you got me. You got me dead to right. <laughs> you ain't getting nothing done, dude. I'm close. I feel like I always, I almost got the meaning of life. I'm like 0.9% there. Man, I want to listen to uh, uh, some more of these for sure. <laughs> Dave Ramsey's a baller. Wait, wait, how does how do I stop living paycheck to paycheck okay. by Dave Ramsey? Which that's something I need. Crystal's in Anchorage. Hey, Crystal, how are you? Hi, good. Thanks so much for taking my call. Sure. What's up? Um, currently, my husband and I are have no debt it except like a for coach. a little bit of a car payment and our mortgage. Uh, we've got a steady income, but we think he wants to be a coach? struggle just getting by. Check the eagle check shirt on. Wondering what is the best way to kind of the get coach's out of that like rut. headset. What's your um, income? Oh, oh, about six, uh, about seventy two thousand a year. Okay, how much your house payment? Seventeen hundred. How much your car? Woo! What? Um, about I do about three hundred dollars a month on it. What do or what do you, you pay? Do. What's your car payment? You have a payment amount. Yeah, I I do about three hundred dollars a month on it. I I go a little bit extra. Okay, but I mean your car payment is actually if you don't do damn, dude. what's the actual about payment? Two ten. About okay, that's what I'm asking. About all right, good. Sorry about that. Okay, <laughs> so that's okay because you're, you're the extra is a choice. Mm-hmm. You, you know, uh-huh. and, and that's not a bad choice because we're going to get your car paid off. That's right. going to be something we're going to do here in a minute. But <clears throat> but uh, no, we're going to put a lot more than three hundred okay. on it. But um, anyway, all right, so. You're not giving me any numbers here that are causing my brain to explode like you've got major problems, which means that you're probably like most people, including me, when I first started this, uh, in that by not having really good organization with my money and every detail out laid out, yep. it the, that's uh, true. The chaos I don't eats have these that. dollars for breakfast. Yeah, that is true. So, actually, I'm going to agree with Dave on that. My chaos is what eats all my money. Like you've gotten a race because I'll give you an example. If you what? How often do you guys get paid? Twice a month? I'm all tied up in humidifiers yeah. right okay, now. So oh, yeah, my money. Check how much? <laughs> a lot of $3, labor. Okay, so we got $6,000 minus house payment, minus car payment. Well, you're making good money. Th- is, is, I would take two thousand dollars Yeah, yeah. So I got $4,000 left. What are you spending that on? Is that 
Starbucks. kind of weird, doesn't it? Probably Starbucks. Some coffee and like, like right to the second, you're asking yourself, I know I got water and I know I got, <laughs> I got electricity. Buy some, and I know I've got electricity and I know I've got food. Have you considered uh, eating your own toenails? Yeah, more, the food uh, is, uh, the food is kind of pricey. Where the flips the is food money is going. Cheap. And that's kind of what I'm asking. Yeah. So, yeah, you got to get on a game plan. And when you get on a budget, you are going to feel like you got a race. And, Crystal, I'm going to tell you, as I started off on Dave's plan uh, some almost 16 oh, years ago, that is exactly what was the thing that was the awakening for me. He's just the same to, too much to write in grocery stores and in restaurants. And what so you're getting down write to it the down. root of it, you take That's a look whole get thing. some bank statements out. Go back well, and yeah, look at the plan, last three plan months. Plan to do something else besides waste it all on crap. Money. But if you don't have money, shopping, writing it down is just going to show you that you don't have money. Whatever it is. I hate seeing I don't have money. But you can't manage money with a rear view mirror. Right. Yeah, you have to know where you're at. And then go, wow. That That's didn't right. work. No. You have to tell it what to do yep. before it leaves on paper, on purpose. But I am also, I'm begins, not good with money either. I just, my only plan was to make more so than I can recognize. That's spend. exactly right. And I was just going to say, <laughs> with that, when you find that trouble spot, go to the cash envelopes on it. I'm telling what? you. What? Having the budget like Dave's talking I about do beforehand that. and then having the cash. I do use this system. What's a cash like envelope? It's, it's going to feel like you gave yourself a raise because guess what? You did. Yeah. The envelope system is where when you get paid, you break the, down all the money that you make and every you distribute it into envelopes. Start using that budgeting app. With so you like if you're, if you're only going to spend $100 for entertainment on the, for the whole month, you put that in an envelope and then you take the cash out and spend it on entertainment. When it runs out, find something else to do that's free. What's free that you can do? I don't know. Board games? Mm, those cost money. Everything costs money. You well, know? I mean, just something at home, I guess. Yeah, I get it. I get it. A hundred bucks for your entertainment seems terrible to me. That seems like not enough for a whole month. Well, sure. You know? Yes. I think you need about $400 for your entertainment. Sure. You can do You could pick whatever is right for you. For food, you need about $400 a week. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's including takeout. Yeah, that's mostly. Takeout. That's mostly takeout. You know, you order you order food these days and get it delivered to your house. You're looking at eighty dollars a lot of times for three people. It doesn't matter what you fucking do, especially since I eat all of my meals off of Gold Belly. Yeah, that's that's not a good way to get groceries. I like to have regional favorites. <laughs> this is not a good grocery plan. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to have a, a regional fl- favorite. It's very nice. Oh, these guys are depressing. This guy bummed me out there. Really? I, he, I like it when he's yelling at me. He was too cool there. Maybe maybe we'll find Dave Ramsey rant. Another Dave Ramsey rant. You want to see him go off on something? That's what I like. That's what was getting me. That's what was like making me believe in God and uh, other stuff. Oh, 10 epic Dave Ramsey rants. Um, oh, oh, here we go. Here we go, listeners. I found one. I found one. Let's go right into it. I think you're going to like this one. All right, look. Oh, did it just lock up on me? Uh oh, he's thinking. Here's the deal. Okay. Your number one wealth building tool is your. Income. <laughs> Thanks. That's that's all helpful. of the millionaires that we interview, unless they inherited the money, which is very very few of them. No, <laughs> you full of shit, my dude. Did it by all of them and investing their income. 
They did not give their income to Sally Mae. They did not give their income to Best Buy. They don't get screwed around and give their income to Lexus and Toyota. This guy's a fool. And General Motors and American Distress and MasterCard. Who named that anyway? It's a mathematical... <laughs> American distress and master card. Else, you don't have it anymore. Uh, is this hard? This is hard, isn't it? It's hard. And when you give your income away, you have given up your economic future. This guy's version oh, of being rich crap. sucks. For yeah, I don't like it. Screen, I feel bad about it. For si- and listen, let me just tell you. Here's the deal. You know, of the number of people that start He's like, rich people don't enjoy it. They are having a good time. They're making money. Fucking idiots. Said the other 48% that are sitting at home with no freaking degree, but by God, they got the student loan debt. And you know how you get rid of Sally Mae? You either pay her off in full or you die. That's the only way that woman goes away. I'll take the debt. It is not an investment in yourself to borrow, even if it is an investment. We don't borrow money for investments. We don't borrow money for investments. I don't teach people to borrow money. The borrower is slave to the lender. That's what this math says. When you give up your income, when you give your income away, you have nothing. All the money comes in. All the money goes out. But by God, we're sitting around counting our Discover points. Oh, we got airline miles. Oh, Sally Mae's been with us for 15 freaking years. Why does he hate Sally Mae? So hey, Freddie Mac was in there, too. All yeah, we I think Freddie, Freddie Mac, Mac has mortgages. So. It's, bad. Oh. it's bad because it's stupid and you're normal. 70% of the Americans are living paycheck to paycheck. Yeah, that's stupid. No. Well, okay, you, thank you, you. you. No, it's not. You have a horrible understanding of the world. You sit like a rat in a wheel. Run, 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 run. Why? Because student loans are an investment and I'm going to Best Buy. This is just stupid. Yeah, both of those it's things. Stupid. I went to college so I can get a Best Buy car. Yeah. Really, seriously, you've got to stop. It. First thing you learn in college is to the get a good Best Buy credit limit, man. almost zero. Here's good the- Lord. I get airline. This, you know, there's no something insidious ever. about this, really? and it works with him I'm, and I'm Kiyosaki, and that they say everybody that goes to work you know, is stupid. My money with my and so when you start listening to them, it's kind of a QAnon thing hey, where you math, see okay? the world you know for the way it really is. And everybody you work with is a fucking moron, the biggest piece of shit loser because they show up to get a paycheck, and you know that like the income is is your your freedom ticket out of this. This is absolutely ludicrous. But everybody's counting their dadgum points, and everybody's trying to figure out some way I'm getting up. This guy's got, like, this other idea about people that they have airline points and shit. Yeah, no one has airline points. Yours nicer than yours. You ought to have I couldn't find an airplane until the business paid for it. I got a car payment bigger than your house payment, some of you. Average car payment in America now is $499. That's especially like 500 bucks. If you take $500 a month and invest it from age 30 to age 70, you'll have what you believe it. You're going to have over $5 million. And you scratch. And you believe gonna, it? You ain't going to have a car. You're going to be five. You're going to be 70 no years old with $5 million. No what could you ever do loans. that would be worth you're it? Driving a dadgum million dollar car. <laughs> I, I, I am anti retirement. I realize that I, I don't think saving money for later in life is a good idea at all because none of it's guaranteed. And you could die. And you are going to have limited function. You're going, you cannot do anything with your money when you're old. 
eating Skittles and watching I mean, Oprah screams from Rose. Saved by the Bell, this 44 years old, right? And died, and, and he probably saved for no retirement. Imagine he took five hundred dollars a month and every and single month to save it for something this stupid. To have five million dollars when he was seventy. Completely out of control. I mean, the number of people I've talked to just today with twenty-five and thirty thousand dollars owed on their stupid car. It's a car. Good yeah. God, it's a car. What do you drive, what does it motherfucker? Do? It takes you from here to there. Now, I don't mind you having a twenty-five thousand dollars car. All of my cars cost more than twenty-five thousand. <laughs> well, well, there you go. Them, and they're a very small percentage of my life. A very small percentage of my income. Think, think, think. What are you making? Seriously. Yeah, sure. What kind of money you got, cards, stupid. Dave? Stupid student loans. Stupid car <laughs> payments. Stupid on steroids. Borrowing money on your house to put granite countertops in. Somebody ought to smack you. That's stupid. What? It's stupid. You have to stop and think. This guy's really thinking about like upper middle class people and not really like anybody under that. This is NPR money. You make enough money that your kid. This is for people that have a hundred thousand dollars in available assets. Part of the freaking student loan crisis. But by God, you had to have a bass boat. So you're. Hey, I'm with you in the chat. I can't see the name, but my car also costs about thirty. $13,000 and I'm in six years to pay it off. Children Master Blastoise. Yeah. I'm in the same place. Walking around in grown up bodies. Adults devise a plan and follow it. Children do what feels good. This ridiculous, <laughs> impulsive nature. For children. That's Street Fight's whole thing. I'm a kid. Children. Be a yeah. kid. It's Let somebody else do the grown up stuff. We've got to stop It sucks. This. Look how miserable he it's is. It's killing you. I know. He feels like he's dying. I'm in, I do not want to be associated with you. I think that like you seem like a and crazy person. sitting there broke. Why? I don't want to be this exasperated while oh, geez, judging how people you. get by. Seriously. I'm, I'm going to go get a student loan and invest in myself. Yeah, I'm going to get a student loan. You're 18 when you get the fucking thing. Left-handed puppetry. That's just there isn't There isn't a lot of options to make a good living without the degree, too. People, you have to think. Quit giving your most powerful wealth-building tool away. It's your income. fuck this guy. You're making Yeah, fuck this guy. We have to do Dave Ramsey. Yeah, we're going to do Dave Ramsey. And yes, it's the Kia Soul. I bought it used, too. It's a 2015 Kia a soul I bought used and spent all that time. You want to take this call and yeah. and, and wrap it up? We'll here, take the last think? call, yep, and uh, wrap this thing up. Thank you for tuning in. Once again, we're doing Get Motivated on our Patreon uh, bonus feed for $5 a month to get access to that over at patreon.com slash Radio. Tomorrow night, we're going to record the first episode with Kate Raff from the Hot and Rich Show. Uh, that'll be debuting at patreon.com slash Radio next hey, Friday. There is a Dave Ramsey video called millennials like socialism okay we got <laughs> I'll, it. We, maybe I'll, I'll do that on the uh uh episode we gotta do a ramsey show yeah yeah we're gonna do a ramsey episode it right. seems great thanks for t- calling street fight let's get motivated tonight hey what's going on just watching dave ramsey right now who i am uh uh i love to get yelled at Bye. So, so there's that. I think this applies to Dave Ramsey as well. I'm going to pull a useless doodad. These are the things that, you know, make your existence enjoyable in any sort of way. Um, but he, they consider them all a, a nuisance. So for your doodad, you got buy a food processor, pay $150. Damn. Must be a Cuisinart. It's got to be something really nice. Yeah, wait. 
Yeah, that's way more expensive than any food processor should be. I know. I well, bought a Ninja with a food processor on it, and I think it was like 128 or something like that. Now I'm probably lying. It Somebody will look it up, and it's like, actually, that thing's $250. <laughs> I bought it around stimulus time when really money doesn't matter as much, you know? <laughs> Yeah, stimming money isn't real money. Yeah, you get like 24. You you get those stimulus. When I got that stimulus, it was like, I, I forget what it was. It was like $5,000, I think. It was, maybe it wasn't. It was 1,200 times two and then 600 for the kid. Whatever it was, I got that money and I didn't check my bank account once for like a week. And I just kept buying shit and buying shit. And it was like, this isn't even real money. This is the stimulus money, which Dave Ramsey would yell at me for. Yeah. I'm sure of yeah. that. You could have, I mean, you could have taken that $1,200 and had a million dollars when you were 79 years old. But yeah, a million dollars that you don't get to buy a Ferrari with. You can't spend it on a Ferrari. Yep. I can't. If I get rich, I want you all to know this. If I somehow won the lottery tomorrow and got like $500 million or something like that, I would fully believe, I fully believe I'd be broke before I died. Yeah. Because I just want to. If I got rich, I want to spend all the money. Like that's the reason to make it. So uh, what's going on tonight? Yeah, so I wanted to tell you guys about uh, like lesser known, probably or unknown uh, motivational speaker that we once had to deal with that work. So uh, we had like an all company meeting and this guy called Antarctic Mike came in to talk <laughs> to us. Okay. Um, so Antarctic Mike was like, has like this backstory where here he was like a, he's like, he seems like a weird dude who was making good money in a sales job. And one day saw a book about the uh, explorer Shackleton and his Antarctic expedition. And so Antarctic Mike decided that he wanted to run a marathon in Antarctica. Okay. Uh, and while training for this, he realized that like Shackleton must be a great leader. So he goes through this like, uh, and oh, Mike is in Southern California too. So like Mike has to train for this Antarctic marathon yeah. while like running laps inside a like freezer, like, you know, counting out like a thousand laps at a time, trying to train for this, like the guy's out there. Yeah. And so he comes back decide now he's fit to be a leadership coach and a motivational speaker. So the company I worked for was having like, a really good year financially, but they just, they were having it because they were overworking us. So everyone was just miserable like, and management was too busy counting their own money to notice. Uh, so Mike gets up there and he's talking about how like you have to follow your passion like he did and what, whatever you're doing with your life, you have to be willing to, you know, run those laps in the freezer. And meanwhile, everyone's just sitting there being like, Oh God, this sucks. Like, we don't like what we're doing. Like, this is not our work is not our passion. Yeah. And then he gets into the point where he's talking about like leadership and, uh, like, you know, some of Shackleton's leadership principles. And we're like, Oh, Hey, the reason that we're miserable is because like our leaders suck. And you could kind of feel at one point, like the, the, the mood in the room yeah. turned. Like people start asking Mike questions about how he like what it was like to leave his job and like <laughs> oh how my. he dealt with bad leaders. Yeah. And, and our managers were getting so like so uncomfortable. 
So in the next like month, we have four people quit. Like, and this is a small company, maybe fifty <laughs> people. And our advice. We have four people quit. And they cited how much like Mike made them like realize they needed to get out. He's got uh, it. So we've never had another motivational speaker uh, again. And uh, I still have some book that Mike called the penguin principle that I've never read. <laughs> that is amazing. That is the but fucking he, funniest it thing. He motivated people. Yeah, they should get that. The, your yeah. job should get their money back from Antarctic Mike. Yeah, you know? yeah, they owe him. <laughs> they should give the personal information of the four people that quit as like sales leads for his system. Uh, uh, he, they paid like fifteen grand to fly this dude in to Alabama from Southern California and stay and do this one day talk. And have four people quit as their reward. Is wow. it? Can I? Add, is it like a, a, a white collar type job? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like Jesus it's, it's a, um, it's like a medical technology company. They never. I'm going to tell you, none of my jobs ever had one of these people roll in ever, because I think like the cable guys would have been like, well, some of them would have been like, I love you, Antarctic Mike, but there would have been a decent amount of them like, shut the fuck up, Antarctic Mike. <laughs> you know? Right. Like they or yeah. they just don't even like a lot of times with the with the more blue collar type work, they also just don't have give you any time to do anything they want you to be doing the work you know yeah yeah that's so funny like this was like oh well we're just happy to not be sitting in front of spreadsheets all fucking day and then we'll like we'll eat box lunches and listen to this weird dude talk about running laps in a freezer god i would have loved that though i feel like i feel like uh uh Wow, this guy is not famous. I I almost want to cover Antarctic Mike, but one of his I'm just looking at one of his videos from 11 months ago and it's got 17 views. So, Ooh, wow. They I don't think brought in like a real titan of the industry. No, which is crazy that they had to pay him that much money. Yeah, it is wild they paid him $15,000 because like his highest video is the Antarctic Mike story, 1.2 thousand views nine years ago. Like, that's a long time to. Uh, to I was looking at his website before coming on. It looks like his last blog post was like a year ago. Like, I don't know if Antarctic Mike is still in business. He might not be feeling that motivated. You know, he might. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, I don't think it was enough to climb Antarctica. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, shit. I feel like now. I could figure out the Antarctic Mike move. Okay. And do, I mean, if you can charge $15,000 yeah. from some idiot business to fly you in. Right. Okay. So the hotel room's paid for, the flight's paid for, all that stuff is paid for. You're probably still looking at more than $10,000 for one day's work. Yeah. And like, he doesn't have like a following and he really is just telling you like, I went to Antarctica and, uh, or I, I, you know, I ran. Did he do the marathon? Can I ask that? Yeah. Yeah. He did. Yeah. He did the marathon and he had pictures and it was all part of his like prepackaged videos that he had and everything. I thought it was impossible to be outside for that long in Antarctica though. It was. Maybe, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm, 
I'm not sure that I believe everything that Antarctic Mike said. <laughs> doesn't seem like a credible character. Yeah, I just feel like you can't. I don't think you can spend that much time outside in Antarctica. I'm just. How long? Uh, long enough to run a marathon. Oh, yeah. Six hours. You can do six hours. In Antarctica. Five hours, yeah. My belief is that you're not. You, you don't really go outside when you're there. Because it's too cold to even just be outside. Sure. Is is what I've heard, I guess. Oh, okay. So somebody said there are people that have crossed it on foot. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say that I, I'm going to become Antarctic Brian. I think I it's think. a good idea. You know, we'll get a nice video made. I'll go up there. It's like some really like soaring music, you know? And I'll just go up there and be like, I was thinking... I want to go run a marathon in Antarctica. I'll do like exactly Antarctic Mike's thing. And then I'll just be like, and then I did it. And then I ran a second one the day after that. And let me tell you a little bit about what I learned running a marathon in Antarctica. One, cold. Two, polar bears. Yeah. Three, scientists. And then you look at them. I think you do it at the North Pole, and then you just be Polar Brian to differentiate yourself. Yeah, yeah. And when you do it, like, I think a lot of these, like, did Antarctic Mike do a thing where he would, like, kind of list things and then stare at you? Like, you know. You know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like that's part of the move for guys like this. Yeah, like, you awkwardly single someone else out, someone in someone out in the audience like while their boss is staring at them yeah <laughs> okay i'm gonna become a, i'm gonna become polar brian i like the name polar brian i'll send you a cut of the fifteen thousand dollars i'll charge these corporations to i mean all right sweet yeah a little finder's fee like, yeah, i think if we get you I deserve we it get like six companies a year that's all we need. I know. That's what Antarctic Mike is probably fucking doing. Somebody read his last yeah. tweet, posted his last tweet in the chat. It's really funny. Yeah, Shoop JPG has a couple tweets here that say that, I don't know, he doesn't seem tough to me. His his last tweet was on Jan- January 25th. It says, still fighting Southwest Air over a $111 item. Can you believe this? At this point, it's not about the $111, but the principle of the matter, which obviously they don't give a shit about. Yeah. That's Southwest. And then actually his other tweet here says, uh, this is from September, September 27th, 2020 eating at the charter house restaurant. They decided to eliminate serving bread, including their signature squaw bread. Bad move. Easy way to drive business (laughs) elsewhere. This motherfucker is going out to dinner, number one, and now he's mad they don't put the communal bread on the table during a pandemic. The poorly named bread. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I. Let's hire Antarctic Mike. Let's see. Yes, I agree. What, what bread? Let's see if we can hire Antarctic Mike. Like, let's find out what it would appearance. Is he on cameo? Um. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. We're going to see. I, I wonder if, if like, Antarctic Mike would cut us a break or something because we're going to put him on the show and talk about him. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I don't know. We'll have to do, like, 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to cost a lot, though. I wonder what he charges per Zoom. Okay, a Zoom. We get Antarctic Mike and we'll ask to him. To motivate you. To motivate me, yeah. <laughs> and then I'll goof on him. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, you'll make it hard. Harder than, than doing a, a marathon in the Antarctic. <laughs> yeah. Motivate me, I mean, Antarctic I don't know if you Mike. Want to do that, Brian might get motivated and quit. No, that's never happening. <laughs> I, I I am going to get some Antarctic Mike time. You know, I'm gonna really look <laughs> yeah. into him. I think I like this guy. <laughs> Seems like a grifter. In the best sense of the word. Yeah. The, I mean, the la- even- lazy grifter, not someone that's like elaborate, not someone that has like costumes and just did one thing and is like telling about it, people about it for $10,000. Dude, it costs so much money to go to Antarctica. You can't even think about that. True. Like the amount of money, the fucking gear has to probably be. Even if you buy the like low dollar Antarctica gear, <laughs> the clearance, yeah, it's probably still fucking expensive. You know yeah. what I mean? You can't just wear a fucking North Face coat <laughs> with some in case. Antarctica. Yeah, you can't do that. You can't put on a pair of yeah, some pair of boots and some Oakleys and a fucking uh, 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 fucking Deftones skull cap. Can't do that. Yeah. You got to get a whole, there's special shit that you have yeah. to have to go there. My, and by the way, how do you run in the Antarctic Mike Antarctica gear? Like, how do you even run? You sound ready, you sound ready to be inspired. I do. I'm, He's going to show you how possible it is. I guess. I don't think he did it. Let's man. save it. Let's save it. We'll, we'll watch it. Uh, we'll watch it tomorrow night. We'll watch the Antarctic Mike story. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I'm gonna tell you right now. I don't believe Antarctic Mike, but I, I think he's lying. But I should watch his video to see if I can discern whether or not he's lying. Cause you can get pictures of anything, you know, like anything. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. Thank you for bringing Antarctic Mike to my attention. Yeah, that's a great. I'm very one. excited about. <laughs> I'm very motivated. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Have a good night. Awesome. Glad you guys enjoyed it. Uh, have a good one. Yeah, I love it. We have a jump in if you're interested. All right, we'll take one more call here. Last call. Last call, and then I'm going home and watching Money Heist. <laughs> Thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight? That's a now that's a rich dad program. Money Heist. Hey, this is a, this is Antarctic Mike, and I heard Paul Brown. You were talking shit. So uh, <laughs> yeah, chat shit get banged, motherfucker. It's Antarctic Mike. I'm coming for you. Can I? Here's nah, the thing. Do you believe Antarctic Mike's story, though? Do you believe that somebody could uh, run a marathon in Antarctica? Yeah, that's a thing. That is actually a thing. Like uh, ultra, or like not like what, like frozen marathons or some shit like that. That is that is a thing. <laughs> okay. By okay. Way, my name's my, my name's my actual Mar- I'm, I'm Marcus. Uh, I'm from Left Lane Vets. Um, we we run a Twitch stream, but we're like big fan of you guys. Um, so I heard the Dan Mike Mike thing, and I just said I'd fuck around and call it as. Thank you. Thank Thank you. you. We're we're gonna try to get it. I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to make Antarctic Mike crazy. That's my goal. I want to get him on the show and make him nuts. I I, honestly like how hard you gotta try to make a dude named Antarctic Mike nuts. Like he's already halfway there. If anything, you make him sane. Yeah, but I want him to come on and like try to get me motivated and me just (laughs) 
<laughs> fucking wow. let him know what the thoughts that are like if what? i don't have a filter and i'm not just being polite to him like i would love to feed him my unfettered thoughts can i tell you know? can i give you a blurb from the website please yes this is from AntarcticMike.com. Antarctic Mike in action, leadership and sales speaker and author. Antarctic Mike brings very high energy to his programs and knows how to tell stories in a way that will engage people. Now, it's just the one story, though, right? It's what it sounds like. But he knows how to tell stories in a way that will engage people that they will never forget the stories and the points of the stories. Okay. Mike races issues that your people will live with and work with every day and ask his, ask very thought provoking questions. His programs are both entertaining and informative and are ones that your people remember and benefit for, from for a long time. Okay. So I guess he's advertising to HR people. Right? Yeah. That's the way you do it. That's what we got to do. Let's get. Well, let's yeah, we get should do the street fight story. Thing. Like we, you know, well, we're dummies that just got successful. Yeah, we need ten thousand dollars. Yeah. Well, say your he, Twitch stream well, again. So Antarctic Mike. He got. Oh, yeah, so, so it's a uh, left uh, left link bet. So Twitch TV slash left link bet. Um, but I got a question though. You got to be. Are you nervous at all that a, a Antarctic Mike's going to come on and he's going to get one of y'all to quit your jobs? No, you'll just quit radio and then okay. You, no, you can resist. I, I love doing my job. We uh, we love doing our job, but secondly, I just I feel like it, it. The second I hear him, I'm going to find that I think he's full of shit. I now googled Antarctic Marathon. It is something that exists, and it is something that you can do. But I'm just saying. I just don't feel like, like, I don't know. I don't feel like a guy like that could get me motivated. If anything, like I would feel bad because yeah. I, I fucking am complaining about being a podcaster for a living. And this motherfucker ran a marathon in Antarctica. In negative 90 degrees. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking at the temperature. I feel like those, like, if honestly, if I was an Antarctic Mike, He's I claiming. would be calling myself. I got I got four people to quit their job, Mike. Yeah, that's that's, that's cool. tight. That's impressive. But you don't want to put that on your uh, website because uh, you know. Yeah, you're not going to get many speaking gigs. <laughs> yeah, like that. Mike, come in and talk your people into quitting their job for you. So if you have a bunch of employees, <laughs> you want to lay off. Yeah, well, it's like it's all this like cryptic ass shit. It's like, oh yeah, I motivate your workforce. It's like dot 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 to leave. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And how to tell stories that will stick with them to the point where they understand the toxic work environment that you're providing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we talk about motivation and key to leadership skills, so that they can understand how big of a piece of shit their manager is, and they leave. The type yeah. of the type of person that would pay me is not doing a good job at keeping their employees happy. <laughs> oh, the poor Antarctic Marathon is is like struggling. They're doing the first ever virtual Antarctic Marathon. Yeah. You got to do it in a freezer. It's like I ain't fucking impressed with freezer that. style. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for calling in. I'm I'm fascinated by all of it. Thanks for calling. Yeah. I follow Left Flank, Flank Vets on Twitch. I check into your show from time to time when I get the notification. I haven't shut it off. So thanks for calling in. I appreciate it. And, and I uh, 
you know, I think you, yeah. you guys do a good, uh, you have a good take on the world and, you know, we're, we're unfair to vets, but I know there's a lot of you out there and, uh, it's cool to have a place to, to hang out. Oh, I mean, like large part vets suck, right? Like we're like most of them, like, you know, they, they, they do deserve, you know, like just, just to get spit on and trashed, but you know, not me. So, <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, y'all know how to play with the guns the best too. So that's what we, we really need you on our side for that. We need the, we, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we need the proficient right, fighters. Uh, we yeah. do okay. We do okay. Yeah. All thanks right. for well, calling. Thanks guys. And, uh, yeah. Have a good one. Have a good night. Peace. All right. That's the Let's get motivated. Uh, yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Come listen to the show. It'll be out, I think, Friday. And, uh, uh, you know, the first episode's going to come out. We won't see you Sunday, but we will be here on Wednesday with our regular basement show. Yeah. So I, I, I really want to do Think and Grow Rich because that's like a punk rock classic. That was the one that like Bad Brains always touted was like the the way to to get ahead or PMA was all about the Napoleon Hill Think and Grow Rich book. So I think that's what we should do. Dave Ramsey, we got to do. Yeah. He's a character. Yeah. Tony Robbins, Awaken the Giant Within, also a good one. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Yeah. I think we do a wrap up. This time, instead of a wrap up, we do like a combo show where we do some Antarctic Mike. We do some, uh, we find some of the smaller ones. We can yeah. solicit for people to give us names. And I'm going to do, I think for, for the last step, I think we should do Jay Shetty and Gary V and, uh, Art of Charm. And I think we should do podcasts because, like I admitted at the beginning of the show, I used to listen to this stuff to get myself like out of bed to go to work without feeling miserable all day long. But podcasts have kind of taken over for the audiobook version of this. So I think that we should do an uh, investigation into what's hit a hit right now. And even when you were talking about doing the Get Motivated series, Gwen mentioned Gary V to you, right? Yeah, yeah, she did mention Gary V. So I think that's a good that's a good pivot. Yep. So we Jesus, will, dude. We're this, gonna we're gonna be back tomorrow night. Uh, what's up? This marathon for the cheapest room per person. It's the cheapest room. You're in. Uh, you have two other people sleeping in the room. Okay. Three beds. It's like a hostel shit. Yeah. Now and this is without airfare to Buenos Aires, where you have to fly to Buenos Aires to first, picked up from. Okay. To get to Antarctica, that's where the flight to antarctica is from okay okay so we're gonna have to get on a plane we're gonna fight a buenos aires this does not include food <laughs> Do you have to, this is, is there not a grocery include store? gratuity is there a grocery store is there a trader joe's or anything there like that i can pick up some quick meals i don't think so i think it's just all runner's gels no, they have probably have the meals. You oh, just got to pay for. Okay, okay. You it's know like what I mean. Inclusive cruise and incidentals, none of that, and uh, meals unless noted on the itinerary. I guess there are some meals and gratuities and tips. Can I pay for a scuba diving excursion? To Not go? in Antarctica. Oh, okay. What about, uh, is there a casino? No, there's uh, nothing there, dude. It's science uh, shit. I thought there was gonna be casinos. There's nothing there. That's the thing about Antarctica. That's why people go. I would fly there and not go outside just because I know I wouldn't be around any people. You would just look through the windows? Yeah, just put a window, like a sunroom window in the uh, room so I can look up at the uh, stars at night. I would love that. So the price for the shittiest tickets 
for uh, sleeping in a room with two other people is $7,990. That does not include... That's a bad investment. That does not include the $250 race entry fee. It doesn't. No, they don't count They that. can roll that. No, they can't roll <laughs> no. into there. Plus, then it would make it look like a ripoff. It would be over $8,000. Okay. Because well, all the... Is this because there's people in Antarctica that don't need to pay for a room that are already living in Antarctica? There's they're, they they some people just want to pay two fifty to get in the race. Yeah, yeah, that's what they're acting like. I mean, yeah. there are the people that are there. There are people there, right? But some like, of them, yeah, one of them did was like, I'll just I don't need to I don't need the place. I've seen hundred. I'll give you two fifty. I think there's just a few hundred people there. You know what How I'm saying? It's not like Antarctica. there's like a ton of people in Antarctica. I don't. Maybe there's a thousand or something. You know? Let's find out. Yeah, I'm curious now. I don't know how to spell Now I just want to do a podcast about Antarctica. Okay, there are around 4,000 people through the summer months and 1,000 over winter. Okay, yeah. Yeah, 1,000 people in the winter. You know? Imagine going there for the summertime. What a fucking misery that is. <laughs> well, it's hey, probably the most know, enjoyable the, part. The warm part of the year, I'm going to go somewhere where it's fucking eight degrees outside. It's negative 45 every day. Yeah, it's great. What's the summers in Antarctica weather? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking to book a trip. 7000 Now, that's per person. So, me, my wife, and kid, I need $21,000. Okay? I can do that. You know, I was going to buy a hotel, but I, I'm just going to sink it on this Antarctic marathon you know negative 10 celsius on the coast of negative 60 celsius the Nobody highest knows what part of celsius the interior. is yeah what is negative 60 in celsius N- not good yes negative 60 Wait, we want to go with the warm one what is negative 10 celsius so this is your best negative 10 celsius is your best temp that you're going to get in the summers all right i'm looking they should do an Atlantis style. So it's resort. fourteen degrees. Fourteen. Okay. So fourteen during a balmy, the warmest part of the day is fourteen degrees. Okay, that's better than expected. I'd rather die. Fourteen than- is we're getting. We hit that sometimes in the middle of the night, and it sucks during your summer. Like during the summer, you decide you're gonna go somewhere, and yes, it's a once in a lifetime thing. Antarctica, it's yeah. a big deal. You spent twenty one thousand dollars, but when it's eighty degrees at my house, where it's wonderful, you go spend your time at a place that's fourteen degrees. You got to be yeah. a fucking sicko to do that's that. That's Antarctic Mike, though. That's why you got to trust what he says, man. He did something crazy, so all of a sudden he knows things about life. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's the show. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow night. We're doing the basement show. Peace.